Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The award-winning Crunch Time. Celebrate 50 years of Honda with our limited edition range. Loaded with style and sophistication. Search Honda 50. New ultimate cheesy garlic bread sub from Subway. Garlic bread, triple cheese, melt and fill. By glorious coincidence, round 22 has delivered the most wonderful set of games which will tell much about the shape of this 2019 season and none bigger than what is about to take place at the Gabba where first plays second and the Lions have a chance to grab top spot on the table for the first time in 12 years and longer than that if you're talking about the pointy end of the season. It's right back to the glory days, a sold-out Saturday afternoon and a warm Brisbane afternoon and the Lions playing for the biggest prize in the home and away to grab top spot. Jared Waitley and Terry Wallace with you on Crunch Time and Greg Swan, the Brisbane Chief Executive, is with us at the Gabba. Greg, welcome to Crunch Time. Thanks, Jared. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, well, too. No, all good. Um, we're just saying she's a bit hectic outside. The traffic's busy and the punters are falling uh, piling in so uh, yeah it's good and it's really hot which is also good for us i think long queues is, <laughs> yeah. you would have, you wouldn't have seen much of this no we had look we did have a bit of a taste on easter thursday against the pies but not not during the day it's 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 a different feel actually so um we'll see how we go mm. just give us a bit of a perspective swanee as to what it means is this is a football season where the brisbane teams around the codes are not much good and it really has given you a chance to hold sway yeah, it has. I mean, even this morning in the local paper, so the Broncos played last night. Uh, they won. Uh, they're in the bottom edge of the eight, but that's unusual for them. They're normally up near the top. But, you know, we were the next, we were the sort of uh, first page in, if you like, and they were after us, which is, in my time, that's, <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. So, um, big double parade spread, you know, about this game and, uh, and what it means and all that sort of thing. So, from a, yeah, the town's got, uh, you know, right behind us. I mean, obviously, the Reds have finished. Soccer hasn't started yet. So, it's really... Um, yeah, it's just, you know, us as the, at the moment, a bit of a flavour of the month, which is, um, you know, which we're happy to take. And in the strategy and in the planning um, that you've orchestrated over a number of years, did you, uh, in your heart, did you think th this day would come? <laughs> uh, I was hoping it would. Mm -hmm. um, I heard you guys as I was driving in. I, I, look, we didn't probably think we'd go from five wins to 15 and a couple to go. We thought we're building, I think. Plough said it before, we, you know, we knew we were building. We thought our back half of last year was actually pretty good. Uh, we lost quite a few games. We recruited well in the off-season, you know, and even, like, Charlie Cameron didn't play from, you know, about round 10 or something. So we had a few out towards the end last year, and we thought we'd get better. Um, but the improvement's been fantastic, and, you know, to win eight in a row and, and then now come up against uh, the Cats, who, you know, they've been on top all year, um, 
yeah, it's a, it's a great credit to Fags and the coaching staff. They've done a fantastic job. Swanee, good luck today. Uh, so much to speak to you about. Uh, I can always remember speaking to uh, to Lee Matthews about uh, you know, they uh, they take the racehorses up to Brisbane in the winter, and he always thought it was a major advantage to be training in, in the better weather. Now we take it even a step further, and you're talking about today being you know, 27 degrees or whatever it is up there, a, a day game up there. That's got to be a challenge for somebody coming up to play you. Oh, look, you'd, you'd think so. I mean, it was just, you know, I, I ran into a couple of Geelong people yesterday and, you know, they've just, they just loved having a bit of sun on their back. But it'll be different when you're running around on a footy ground. Um, you know, I watched the Cats game last week. I think they had four or five blokes with long sleeves and, you know, it was pretty miserable and cold. So this is, this is a big contrast. And you're right, we've, it has been pretty good, the weather here, the last month or so. So we've, we're certainly used to it and we're hoping that, that that's an advantage to us. What has made the side be able to gel just the way that it has um, as the season? Because you have built momentum as it's gone along. I mean, I've heard the coach sort of say a couple of times that, you know, gee, it's just got better and better as you've gone along. Yeah, I think I think uh, bringing those guys in, you know, Lockie Neal, Link McCarthy, um, Adams has just come back and yeah. Jared Lyons. So I think they've gelled too as the season's gone on and, you know, the blokes they're playing with, you've got a better understanding of them and, you know, how they play and all that sort of thing. So I think that definitely has helped. Um, you know, we've had a good run with injury, touch wood. We've had a really good run with injury. So we've had pretty, you know, a pretty settled team as well, which obviously also helps, um, uh, you know, that synergy, if you like, between the groups and even with the new guys coming in. So we've had, we've had, have, um, a pretty good run that way. So I think that they're the two things I think that have helped us um, get on this role. I was having a bit of a chuckle with Jared uh, when we were off air earlier on, sort of saying I can remember going back to trade period a couple of seasons ago. I think you guys had picks 12 and 16 or something along those sort of lines. And yep. People were sort of saying, uh, well, some people were out, actually outraged about how much you were going to pay for Charlie Cameron and what, what his value was and ended up you give up pick 12 and yep. just got it done. We I don't did. think they'd be too outraged now, would they? <laughs> No, well, look, and you're right. Uh, that's absolutely what happened. And with 16, I think, you know, we took uh, Zach Bailey. So we 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 um, we wanted Charlie. Well, we because he kicked five in that prelim that year. It, Correct. <laughs> his value went up a bit. We thought so. Um, but in, for us, we just, you know, he was a Queensland boy, wanted him to come home, and you know, that year we got Hodgie as well. And so that was sort of the start of it, where. You know, we were able to get a, you know, at the time he was only 23, Charlie, so he had a lot of good footy ahead of him, and he's been outstanding this year, absolutely brilliant. So, no, that's right, in hindsight, that was a good trade. Without needing to, to name them, how many uh, players, I mean, you are going for number one spot, uh, how many players do you think should be at least in calculations for all Australian? Yeah, it's a good question. We we had a bit of a discussion about it a couple of weeks ago. We, we think Daniel Rich has had a fantastic year. So from the back line, Harris Andrews. Yep almost a lock. Um, Charlie, best ball forward in it at this stage, I think. Um, and Lockie Neal's been, you know, he's had a super year as well. But it is hard, you know, you say that's your... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Team and like Lockie's competing against mids like, you know, Dangerfield and Selwood and Cripps and Bon and Pelly and, you know, <laughs> there's a hundred of them. So yeah. it's difficult, but we they're probably they, they're the four for us that have had the most consistent and, and best years, I think. You're going to be a powerful case study for rebuilding teams. The AFL is actively using you and they're, they're calmed down around the Gold Coast discussion. How many... What's the checklist of good decisions that have been made, Greg, to, to put it back together? Um, there's a couple of things that have happened. I think we, we've had stability with the people, like within, you know, we think we got, there's always a lag, I think. So we thought we got some, you know, good people in the right slots. And that's all the way from strength and conditioning, medical, obviously coach, footy manager, welfare list manager, you know, all those people have been in, in the chairs for a while and all of our assistant coaches. So this is Fags's third year. We've kept them all again for next year, so we made no changes again. So we're really steady off the field. And so you put, I think you put the right people in place and then let them do their job. And that sometimes it takes a little while. Um, and now we're bearing the fruits of, of those decisions. And so I think that's been... Uh, a massive thing. I mean, we, you know, we've talked and I've talked a lot about Luke Hodge coming. I mean, not only did he come and bring, um, you know, all his wealth of knowledge and, you know, what a good bloke he is and the teaching that he does, and he likes all that stuff as well, but he actually brought us some credibility. So when we were talking to people to come here, you know, there was, I mean, even Lockie Neal said, I'd love to have a run around, even if it's only a year with Luke Hodge, you know, I'd, I'd love to do that. So... It's helped us that way. So he's, he he was a crucial piece of it. And, um, yeah, so I think that they're the things that have happened that, that have allowed us to uh, to get better. Is it a model that, that can be replicated? Um, yeah, oh, look, it, oh, look, there's there's a lot of good people in footy. You know, it's just a matter of getting them together. Um, I did see Stewie Jew say during the week that there's only one Luke Hodge, and I think that's right. There's been a bit of talk about, I'd just get someone like Luke Hodge. It's pretty difficult because there's no one really like him, so... That piece is hard, but the experience, a guy who's a natural teacher to help the young blokes, I think, is, you know, sensible when you're rebuilding. Um, yeah, it's... it's um, yeah, no, it certainly can be done. I mean, yeah, we... The other thing that's happened with us is we our, our NEFL team's belting everybody, like, and so we've actually got good depth, and we've had... As I said before, we've had hardly any injuries, but we've got some blokes there that are just crying out to be playing league footy at the moment, but we, they just can't get in. And um, so we th we're, we're trying to build this so it's, you know, um, sustainable. And we think there's some, not only young blokes that are playing good footy in the, in the NEFL, but there's some older guys, you know, like, for example, Louis Taylor hurt his ankle in the break and lost his spot. And he was playing good footy, but he can't get back in. Alan Christensen came in and Alan's been, you know... <laughs> He's been great. So it's, you know, it's, there's a few things like that happening. That So there's some guys that are a bit unlucky. But um, so hopefully this is sustainable and we can, you know, we can build on it. Has Hodge given you an indication of what he's thinking? Uh, not really. Year? No, no. Um, no, no, he's just chuffing along. Um, the only time I, you know, I have a bit of a chat to him after a game, but he's got that much ice on him that um, it's, it's hard to... <laughs> He can't move, really, so that's when I talk to him because he's pinned down. But, um, no, no, he'll... Yeah, we, we always said that we'd talk about it at the end of the year, so we'll see where it's at. But, I, I mean, yeah, so he'll 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 make the call and he'll make the right call for sure. Are you mindful of not trying to talk him into something and just letting him know what the right thing is? Yeah, I, I think that's his great strength. He does know. Like, he'll know that... Um, 
whether he can or can't go again. I mean, he he um, he knows that. So it, it's purely him. Like we, no one will have, you know, Fags. None of us will have to talk him in or out of it. He'll he'll know. So you know, we'll just we'll just let that unfold as it happens. So Swanee, you've got two huge games for your last two matches. I would get the sense that that's probably a good thing for the club to be able to have a look at it before you actually get into a finals campaign. And what does it look like? Two wins. What does it look like? One and one, and what does it look like with two losses? Yeah, we, we well, obviously, I'm, the coach always talks about one week at a time <laughs> in the process, but I've certainly had a look at what it looks like. Um, there's a few things that have got to happen. If Adelaide beat Collingwood today, um, I don't think we can fall out of the top yeah, four, regardless of what yep. happens. So, um, you know, that, that's that's something out of our hands. Um, but yeah, look, there's that many. There are, you know, because Richmond play West Coast tomorrow. There, you know, that's a that's another twist in it. So it's, uh, I mean, for us, all we're trying to do is just keep winning. You know, we want to win the games and head into finals. You know, in good form. I mean, we've won eight, but we've not played the likes of these two the next two weeks. You know, like the the Cats and the Tigers. So that's going to be a, a good good indicator of where we're at. But you know, we're pretty confident. We've played some. You know, we beat the Dogs up here the other week pretty well, and they're in good form. And you know, we've played some reasonable teams and um you know we've won a couple away from home as well so we're our last eight weeks have been really good and um yeah this but these two are the big test and let's let's just see where we're at and where do you believe you're at do, do you believe is there a sense that you could actually take this and uh, and run with it as the doggies did a couple of years ago and certainly as the tigers did a couple of years ago as well well we're up there um yeah, we've won 15 with two to go. Like, yeah, that means it's not... You don't fluke 15 wins. Um, so we think we're OK. It's interesting to listen to the pundits, and, you know, that's fair that, you know, oh, well, you know, let's see how they go in finals, and, you know, they're, they're, they're there before their time. But we've actually got quite a lot of blokes that have played finals. Yeah, have, you yeah. know, so it, it's a bit... We're a bit undersold there. You know, guys like, you know, Lockie's played in a grand final. Mitchie Robinson's played finals. Obviously, Hodgie has. You know, Richie has. Just spoke about Charlie kicking five Charlie's in the prelim. Charlie's kicked five yeah. in the prelim. You know, we've got blokes, Link McCarthy, you know, so there's a few blokes that have played finals. So we're not, you know, Alan Christensen's a premiership player. So we're not as worried about not having, you know, in inverted commas, not be, having been there. We, we've got some blokes that have played finals. So that's not, we don't think that's going to be a big issue for us. The coach knows all about it as well. When you look at Chris Fagan now, Greg, do you go, how, how did you get diverted from the coaching path or how lucky that he had the breadth of experience and then came back to it late? Yeah, the, I, I, I told, I've told this story a lot of times. So the first time I rang him, uh, he answered and said, I'm a coach, you know. I'm not an administrator, <laughs> I'm a coach. And I said, that's good, because that's what I'm ringing you about. I want, to put, I want you to put your hat in the ring. So... He always felt that he was, um, and you're right, he got diverted into other roles, director of coaching, footy manager, all those sort of things, but he, he's been, you know, fantastic for us. And, and from the minute he got here, it's just, you know, he, as you just touched on before, he's been through everything as well. And, you know, wins, losses, good performances, bad ones. He's, he's got all the experience in the world, and, you know, it's very calm and measured, but, you know, the message is, is simple, And but it is stern, like it's not... You know, blokes certainly know where they're at. And, um, yeah, he's just got a really good mix of, you know, he's got great empathy for the players and, you know, they love him. And But, you know, we've we um, we've played a brand of footy that he's implemented from when he got here and we haven't deviated from that. And, um, yeah, we, we you know, he's, he's done a fantastic job for us. And when you brought him in, Greg, did you think 
senior figure, um, get it all started, turn it all around, and then think succession plan. And now do you look at him and go, oh, you could be the coach here for a long time? Yeah, no, no, we didn't. I didn't do that, to be honest. I mean, someone, yeah, people have asked that. Oh, you know, did you think, yeah, just it was he just a turnaround merchant? But no, we didn't. We we just thought he was a coach that could coach for as long as he wanted to coach. And um, uh, well, he just turned 58 the other day. Plenty of energy, works tirelessly, you know, so there's no sign that he wants to, you know, get a succession plan. But, no, we didn't think that at the start. We, we, we just thought that he was the right man and, you know, we let him let him do his job and he's done an outstanding job. Swanee, it's funny how it works because you've got another bloke up there that's coached a few premierships in David Noble as well. Yeah. He probably at some stage thought he was a, uh, a coach as well. So, I mean, that dual background, surely it's got to be handy. And uh, you know, somewhere along the line, I think there'll be a couple of people sort of ringing him up to see whether he wanted to go down a Chris Fagan-type uh, pathway as as well, but uh, it, it, there must be something in that. Yeah, well, he—he, he, uh, I think he got, did get mentioned early in the piece when all those other jobs are up. But he, he sort of said that he's happy here and he's probably preferably going down the CEO path or you know administration path. But yeah, you're right. He—he's um, and they're both from Tassie, <laughs> Terry, yeah. which they re- like to remind you a lot. This yeah. <laughs> um, and. Zane, one of our development coaches, is from Tassie as well. So we've got a bit of a Tassie flavour there. But So Nobes and uh, Fags have known each other for a long, long time. And, um, you know, they're, they're a bit yin and yang. You know, there's a little bit... They're, they're different, but um, they're a good combination. And, and uh, yeah, it's been... Again, that's been another really good addition to the place. Do you think you'll be toey this afternoon? I'm a bit toey now, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm normally pretty good, but it's just... It, yeah, there's a lot riding on this one, and... Um, it, you're in it, you're in funny spaces because as you're going through trying to cement your spot, you're just like, oh, thank God we won. And then you look at the ladder again, you go, oh, geez, we've got to win again next week. Oh, you know, thank we've got to win again <laughs> next week. So, so it's like a different type of pressure almost. Like, first of all, let's make the eight. Then it was like, oh, hang on, we can make the top four. Oh, hang on, we can get two home finals if we can win these games. So every week it's just, there's a, you know, there's a different pressure on. But, oh, no, we're looking forward to it because it is a great challenge and uh, a full house, you know, the the... the the city's a buzz, and yeah, it's 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 a great um, it's going to be a great spectacle. And I think, yeah, you know, wh- whichever way we go, we think we'll give a good account of ourselves, and we'll see where we go from there. Be a hell of a good afternoon, account. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call one 858 Wait to hear it. Good on you, Greg. Thanks for your time. You. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.